Hello, this is Joanna Morrow, and welcome to Dot Illuminati. I am here to tell you about my business officially, and um, everything is going well. My son is here for me today, and not in daycare, and so if he wakes up like he just did right now, I'm probably going to have to stop the show. <sighs> just a sec. Okay, so you guys know I am in an undergrad um, school. I'm doing undergraduate studies to earn a psychology degree. I am finishing up a project management course, which um, is going to go an extra week so I can finish this Gantt chart project that's like such a big deal. And other than that, I have um, two classes um, composition in a psychology course that I started last week. It was very good. I loved it. I, I'm a lifetime learner. Everything um, is so good so far. I just have a lot of work. All right. My topic today is going to be about omniism. What is an omnius? It is what I am because I believe in everything. Why do I feel a little shame and guilt attached to that? Because um, once upon a time, I was a Christian. Christians believe in monotheism, one God. Um, I was an Israelite. Israelites believe in one thing, um, the God being um, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It's called the Trinity, but it's still like one uh, God, monotheism. Um. But then afterwards, after I got done with all of that, after I finished all of that, like religious studies, I was in the Israelite church. Those guys, once I left, began on um, the gang stalking whole movement. Um, and they're still trying to do shit to me. Sorry for if you don't like curse words, but they're still trying to do ish to me to this day to affect me. Um, it was a cult because... Um, even within being in the, being in the Israelite church, and I've talked about this before, now it's like everybody thought they had known me or had a claim to fame. It's just really weird. It's really obscure. And, um, it's, it's not good because those people, um, actually ended up being, um, Satan, Satanists, like Satan worshipers and not like the anti- um, LaVey, where they have the um, whole little whole little spill about it and they openly confess who they are. No, like um, trying to do, um, and I've talked about this about the Aleister Crowley stuff and like open portals and do like all type of sexual pedophilia and um, use it for power to send it to me. And, um, you know, my children who are living with my mom. So it's very unfortunate. And I wish I had never been a part of it. Um, what did I learn? I learned that people learn around me. When I'm around, usually people learn. Um, and um, I studied in there. I had the books. I knew the Hebrew. I was like the main person in the nation that knew all the Hebrew and made flashcards and boards and all of that. And, um, you know, I was there faithfully for so long and, 
you know, after I left, people became their own demons, and um, it just was a mess. And it still is a mess because I still have to hear about it. Now, there was a point where I was like, I don't ever want to hear the name Yawakana again. I don't ever want to hear Kana. I do not want to associate myself with that. I don't ever want to hear the name again. But then it's like, okay, that was a huge chunk of my life. I'm 40. That was one fourth of my life. And so maybe I should just gracefully embrace the idea that I was Yawakana at that time to just bring some whole peace to the situation. Because if I'm just dismissive, like, to hell with that, it never happened. Well, it actually did, and I was actually devote to that cause. Um, and I think eventually, like, they got smacked down for some prostitution ring they're trying to hang, and it, it just... The, the problem I had with the Yawakana name, Yawakana means God is gracious, it's Joanna interpreted in the ancient Hebrew, which is what they speak, which I don't think is a language anywhere else. Um, what made me feel like I don't ever want to hear that is because people that I didn't know were using it kind of as like slander. Like, okay, she's Yawakana, you know, you're not living up to your Yawakana needs or uses, and like using it to slander, to put me down, to belittle. It was also people that were outside of the Israelite nation, um, like Asians or something, that would know that um, and can use that as mobility in the society. And so that's why I didn't want to hear from it. But, you know, I'm, I've gotten wiser. And it's like, okay, well, that was a part of my life. You know, it, it may always be there. That's what I realized. It might always be there. I might always have to hear. I could be 90 years old and someone says, y'all kind of, what am I going to do? Like frown and make a wrinkle? Like, no. Like it was there, but I'm just going to deal with it with more class and grace. Okay, the topic of my show is, how do you say it? I'm holding my baby. He just got comfortable and he's not crying right now. It's omniism. Omniism is the recognition and respect of all religions and their gods or lack thereof. Who holds this belief are called omnius, sometimes written as omniest. Sorry, um, that lack thereof cut off. So I'm going to click on the article. Why is this important at this time? Um, because people wonder, like, where is she getting this psychic information? Because gang stalking is the surveillance of your psychicness or your psychic ability or your trail or whatever it is, your mobility in the society. So when people are wondering about these things, you know, that's what makes me um, have to clarify stuff. That's what this show is about, because why have a Tower of Babel when I could just hook up a lapel microphone and talk about it myself, for those who really want to know. Okay, Amias. Let me read it correctly before it got cut off in um, the search. Amias is the recognition and respect of all religions and their gods, or lack thereof. Those who hold this belief are called Amias, sometimes written as Omniest. 
In recent years, the term has been resurfacing due to the interest of modern-day self-described omnius, who have rediscovered and begun to refine the term. Omnius is similar to syncretism. However, it also can also be seen as a way to accept the existence of various religions without believing in all that they proceed, profess to teach. Many omnius say that all religions contain truth, but that no one religion offers all that is truth. Okay, so that is what I believe. Um, I just looked at it like everybody knows me around the world. Um, hello, this is Del Illuminati. Like everybody knows that. So if I can make like this world peace impression on everyone, that means that everyone includes, I just dropped my arm and my son is like, I want it right there. Um, if I'm going through all people, that means I'm going through all that they believe or their society or the environment. So I have to take that into consideration. Like people that are using my spirit, like what is it really doing? And so I have to think like, okay, these people go to churches. These people believe a certain way. These people are living a certain environment. And so that includes God's. So if I've permeated through everybody's freaking brain, then that means their God let that happen. Because that's the whole point of a God. A God is, okay, I'm going to a Christian church. I believe in Jesus. Jesus is all I know. Like, all I talk about is Jesus. I listen to gospel all day. God, Jesus, at that point in time, is not going to have someone that's Satan live in his head. So that's how I see it. So that's how, what I had to accept. Like, no matter what these people believe in, I'm still there in, in their head or they're in my head. And so that's what made me just simplify everything. Like, you know, I have to be accepting of everything. Like, that's how I look at it. Like, I have to be accepting of everything. Like, this is all about karma, people. Like, believe it or not, like, I can be like, I'm Oz. I'm sitting in the high chair in the world in the clouds above everyone with an afro. Like, I could think that. But then it's like, no, because these people can be spiteful. Like, okay, yeah, I think I'm the it, but then, like, someone else is like, screw her. We don't care what the hell her purpose is on earth. Just screw her. You know, like, I, I don't care about anything but screwing her. Like, I don't care. And so I had to think, like, how am I going to make it? Like, I'm always going to make it. I know I will always be here. I don't, have a, I don't have a worry about that. Like, God got me. But I'm saying it like, okay, I could just think, like, it's just my way. But this is a circumstance that I had to accept people. Um, I still don't fully accept it yet because I should be getting paid for, for what I do. Um, but I'm just saying, like, to live my life and to know that I'm a very good mother who teaches their kids, her kids, high self-esteem, um, good morale, to treat people um, right, and that my kids are, like, out of reach for me getting due to, like, this, this processes of, like, political social, economical, um, oppression. 
Okay, like I'm the smartest girl in the world, right? Maybe. So why couldn't the smartest girl in the world just go in and live with her family and have a regular six-bedroom house and a car and a dog? You know, so I have to think about that. So that's what I'm saying with the process of accepting it. Like every day I wake up and it's like I'll, I'm doing something for me. I'm um, taking care of my son that lives here with me. And at the end of the day, it's like, did I have a jar where I put a quarter in for my other kids um, that are not living with me? And the answer is no. And the answer is I can go 12 hours without thinking about my other children who aren't living here, and I don't like that. Like, they're always here. The present is always here. Um, they're part of my life. They're out in the world. They're connected to me psychically, if, if, since we're talking on this level. Physically, uh, of course, because they're my biological children. But the accepting came from living this way for so long where nothing is changing, like everything is very stagnant and constipated. And so I came to a conclusion like I need to just accept stuff. And is that wrong? Is it wrong to accept something that's harming you? That's the difference. Like I'm not saying I'm going to accept something that's going to put me at risk of death or harm myself or my children. I'm saying as far as the gods and the religions of this world, since I know that my spirit, me as a living, breathing person, if somebody is pulling my energy and my spirit and my time and my realm, that is affecting my body. So did it give you more psychic inertia? I don't believe so because I'm actually out. I need to be restocking the information, um, the energy that everyone has taken from me. It's a miracle. Like, I'm just sitting here like a normal person. I have my son, and we're all good, you know, but I don't have all the finances in the world. I need to build a wardrobe. I would like to get a new house. I would like to get a car. Of course, go to court, um, pay a lawyer. I would like a lawyer. But that's not happening for me because guess what? That is the energy that just keeps sinking down, 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 down with stuff going on like that. Will I get a break? Maybe, probably. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, did all of that pull give me some extraordinary psychic inertia? And I would say no. Just to clear that up. Um, see my computer. Okay, so, I mean, that's a short topic. But I hope that clears it up. Um, I just don't like to discriminate. Um, I was in um, a god-awful after I left. Um, and even god-awful while I was there, I don't know why I did it. I just wanted to support my daughter's father. Um, but they believed in poly, um, polytheism. Or, I'm sorry, that's, not, that's more than one god. They believe in polygamy. Um, well, it's, guess it's like the same thing, but that's on a whole nother, that's three, three notches down. That's three philosophers down. Um, and I don't believe in that. Like once it happened and I felt that energy, like um, my daughter's father was in a wheelchair and all of a sudden I'm in school. And of course, the big bang, what does the saying go? And I hope this doesn't affect me or my children, but the saying goes like, 
you know, when you do one, you take one step forward, there's something that can take you one step back. And like I said, I don't want that jinx on me. I'm just saying it's out there. And that's what happened at that time. As soon as I got in school and I'm doing better and feeling better energy and having more motivation to do more stuff, like here comes some trick that wants to be involved in my life with a man who is in a wheelchair for his entire life. And the whole concept behind the more than one wife is that um, it is to procreate, have children for the nation. So I thought I was safe all that time. You know, I wasn't thinking like, oh my gosh, somebody's going to, out of everyone in the, in the Minnesota church who doesn't have polygamy yet because it was a new branch of the church, doesn't have polygamy yet, it, it would be me. I wouldn't think that because he's safe. They're, they're not there to procreate. But of course, like I said, at A-Hall, um, thought like that was a good time to try to destroy my life. Um, but anyway, after this happened, um, this woman who was in love, so in love with um, my Lord, my King, you know, what a blessing, this whole love letter and all of that. And, you know, after I left the church, I'm a harlot, I'm this, was very judgmental and act like she was God. This person is nothing but a junkie, a harlot herself, like over many years into drugs, gangs, every, every bad thing that you can think of, that's pig pen. Okay. So this person was pig pen and I seen that when I left the church, I seen that I'm like, this person is not checking out. Like this isn't a person that you should want to court, um, to Jirari, who is, whose name was Gabar War, who is Lanaya's, um, father. Um, but he didn't listen. I said, let's leave the church and, you know, get our educations and move on. But he didn't listen. And if he would have done that, we, we might have still been fine. But like I said, due to a situation in the wheelchair, um, I thought he was, that I was safe from that whole polygamy thing. But anyway, once I felt that energy and I walked in and I was sitting down and I was coming from school and then like everybody was looking at me like I was the only sheep in the wolves. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, I, I done did so much for this church. I done made the everything. I made the um, shades. I made the banners. Like this is stuff that could be in a museum, people. My outfits could have been in a museum. That's how beautiful and articulate that all of those things were. And that's another reason why I became so popular because I made all of these wonderful items. But yeah, I felt that energy, it wasn't for me. So back to the subject um, about respecting our religions and gods. I don't believe in polygamy. I know that's part of some something somewhere, but that still doesn't make me not respect it. Like, if a woman is in that situation, that's what they choose to do, okay? You know, sure, it looks like, um, oh, it's all orderly. It's all about order, and um, there's just an order to it. That's, that's the word, right? Because I haven't really looked into it that much. You know, but the women could just be in there, hee, 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 just acting like, like, harpies or tricks you know what I'm saying like the women could be like very unholy and 
you know, but do I have to, do I have to go in there and like judge that? Do I have to go and see like, there's two women that are finger popping, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'll leave it at, I'll leave it right there. But it's like, I just accept it because that's just human. Like it's just all looked at as human. And when I first started my therapy journey, um, with my, uh, doctor, well, she's a therapist, um, Sue Hoyt, who I moved on for, she's somewhere in the town, somewhere else. Um, that was our focus. Um, our meditation was about human, 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 you know, and it was about accepting and it was about letting go and moving on. So, you know, I always had that in me, like just, just respect. So that's how I look at it. Um, but when it comes to like my belief in, in God, if it even matters, I would be considered um, an omniist because I would have to be able to um, in order to, to deal with this situation. Like there's people in Japan that know. There's people in China that know. There's people in Australia that know. There's people UK, of course, that know. All that deals with a system. It deals with an energy. It deals with a power. So what, okay, for instance, okay. I don't believe in, um, it's, I can't think of this name with an S. Me and my daughter, Lanaya, did a project about world religions. Um, it's like Taoism, but it's with an S. Some people that dress in like um, a traditional way with um, a turban and a garb. But anyway, just say I didn't believe in that. Jainism, Jainism. Okay, I didn't believe in Jainism. All right, so what would my action be? Screw it, I don't believe in Jainism. I would just block myself off. It just, it just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. It's just easier to just accept and have respect for everyone. So um, last thing I'm going to read is it says, Omniism, oh, important. <laughs> um, I am on Wikipedia en.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash omniism. I am on Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia under omniism. All right. And the last thing I want to say is omniism is similar to syncretism. And I'm just going to um, get a definition for that. Leave it at that because I feel like I'd be circling on and on about I just have respect for God and people. Um, syncretism is the combining of different beliefs and various schools of thought. Synchronism involves the merging or assimilation of several original discrete trends, trends excuse me, trend traditions especially in the theological and mythology of religion, thus exerting an underlying unity and allowing for an inclusion approach to other faiths. Synchronicity also offers commonly an expression of art and culture known as, here's another one, but I'm not going to find it, eclectism, as well as politics, synchron synchronistic politics. Everyone knows that I wanted to, since a little girl, write um, about 
um, eccentric park. My grandmother had poems that she never read to me, but she had a collection of poems. She was very proud of them. My grandma had a collection of just about any trinket, you know, that you can think of. And um, eccentric park was something I want. I just got it stuck in my head. It was about a park where there's just like all this mysterious, weird stuff going on. Um, it's still in my head as a child. It's still fetch up there. And, um, yeah, so I always knew about being eclectic, like I was eclectic in music. And this comes from my grandma who, um, passed away. My grandma would turn on classical music. My grandma would turn on rock. My grandma would turn on, um, blues. Like we listened to all this types of music. So that's part of, um, eclecticism. Okay. Um, and yes, it's various schools of thought, but I believe that with every pantheon and with every God, and this is kind of not true because it goes, it's not true for, for the reason that it goes into very, 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 very long and complicated details. Like even with the Egyptian pantheon, like I can't remember whose son did what, who got killed and had these children, who had an affair with this person, like even with the Greek gods, it's just very complicated. Like Zeus was the son of, or the father of Hercules and Hercules had the Midas Hill. And it's just, it's just a lot. Like it, that's why people become these historians, um, because they have researched it for so much. And I haven't seen an historian for every single pantheon of gods. I just, I don't know if that even exists at that point. And I'm not trying to be that because it's a lot of work, not at least not right now. And so it's just schools of thought. And I believe this is very loosely that, um, even with the show that my father likes, um, that I gave to you all, um, I can't remember the name right now, even with that, um, they're talking about like before Jesus, because Christianity started in BC, that's, or yeah, BC, there's before Christ, there's AD, but there was a history before Christ. Even that was the Old Testament, but even beyond that, there was a history that I believe was Kemet. And Kemet were different gods, they're the gods of the Egyptians. And there's just a history that goes there where some people even interpret it Jesus as Satan, people interpreted Jesus as Horus, you know, people interpret it as a different way. So if I'm looking at the archetype, say I'm into Hindu gods this day, who would be Jesus? Would it be, and I, I'm, I'm thinking of this God named Krishna, but I can't remember if it's female or male. Um, but like Shiva, Durga, like I'm learning, I should know more, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it all translates into the same archetypes. You guys, everything is just an archetype to me. It's just like this person has, or this God does this, this God does that. It's just like a product on a shelf, but with a lot more respect and reverence than just being a, um, um, a product on the shelf because these things change people's life and death can come by these things as well. Um, not for me or for my loved ones. Thank you.
but I'm just saying like that's how I, I looked at it um, and yeah last statement is no um, religion has all the truth so if no religion has all the truth ding 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 that means that all the religions all together have everything woo um, so yeah that's it um, and thanks for listening to Illuminati this is Joanna and I hope you had a good day